Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy, returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car and then they'll find it. And even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best for Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning starts right now. I'm my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Everything. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Wow, Will Rude, rude. Ron Burgundy. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. It's good to be back with you. Yay, tag team back again, Jace. Yes, after a few days helping my friend Hey Haley move into her big girl. Her big girl condominium. Uh, I 
have more stories coming up around 8.30. Um, the story Ooh. of how my life almost ended on a highway uh, in L.A. It. <laughs> just what you said in the six. I just can't wait for this story. Oh, oh, my goodness. And oh. were you driving? Uh, we, had, uh, <laughs> we had so many laughs. I was, uh, We really did laugh our butt off. <laughs> and twice, twice it was at my expense. <laughs> um, twice. Um, one at the beginning of the trip and right before we went to LAX. Um, I provided my friends with a story <laughs> that will live in infamy. I mean, it will live forever. Um, so we'll we'll get to all that uh, a little bit later. But it is good to be back. And it's good to be back because we're going to play one of our favorite games right now. Sit back, relax, get ready to scream because Alexis Thompson is hosting another thrilling round of Scream Pop Culture Trivia, y'all. I want to scream! Just whatever comes to mind, shout it out. That's right, scream. Play along. Have some Shout fun. Out. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout just out. Just like these goobers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just kick it right off. All right. In the first episode of Friends Season 1, what was Rachel Green running away from? Wedding. A marriage. Wedding, Jace. Yes, wedding. Thank you. Uh, I said a marriage. Well, mm, it's different. It is? <laughs> uh, what <yeah>. the hell? <laughs> Yes, we said it at the same time. Kenny, what do you think? Uh, Wedding is the party. um, I'm keeping score. and Thank you. Thank you. I said a marriage. Thank you, Kenny. A little slow on the trigger there, Don. It's a wedding. Yeah, it's good to be back. She's sneezing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Before Mike Myers was selected to perform Shrek's Chris Farrell. Chris Farley. Yes. <laughs> Chris Farley was back. originally slated the voice to of Shrek. be the voice of Shrek. Another mm-hmm. point for Jason, Kenny. <laughs> Don, Get that Sharpie uh, ready. <laughs> Don, how do you feel about somebody answering the question before the question has been asked? Uh, I mean, I don't like it, but I do it from time to time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for owning your stuff, McLean. But I did say marriage and a wedding is the same oh, thing. Oh, are you still on no, that? The no, question not is the same. over. Not no. the same. No. Yes. Kenny. Oh, Kenny's still getting <laughs> Whatever, Kenny. <laughs> Whatever. Don can sabotage me more than you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Very true. Touche oh on that one. Yeah, and hey, if you if you answer the question before the question is completed and you get it wrong, then you are out. You do not get to guess. How about that wow. for the rules? Oh, wow. Look okay. at that. Look at question yes. or the rest of the game? No, just, at, just for the game. Just the in general. whole game? Yeah, if you answer the question before the question has been revealed and Ooh. you're wrong... You don't get to participate, oh not for the whole game, but just for that question. Oh, hell. Oh, Look it. at Thompson laying down the law there. I like that, yeah. though. Yeah, it's either. Yeah, I got to tell you something real quick. I'm not used to Alexis being in the studio. I just look at her on camera. And now I have what I call ghost Alexis because I realize that she's actually over there. <laughs> right over but there. all the lights are off and her face is glowing. So from time to time, I get scared. And I'm like, what? Who is that? So ghost Alexis is reading the questions and doing the rules. There you go. I did not follow you from the Sally house. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to ask you. Yeah, I, I miss that, Dawn. I got to ask you about your, your oh, haunted. Yeah, I was woken up uh-huh. last night. 
um, okay. but 217. Anyway. No. Oh, oh, I wonder if that number's significant. Okay, here we go. Let's uh, let's see here. Let's stick in Trek world. Can't believe I just said that, but mm-hmm. uh, who was the fictional character Eddie Murphy. Shrek marries? Oh, you're out, Kenny. Fiona. <laughs> Fiona. Fiona. That yes, was me. Right. That was so Jason. Who, okay. Slightly. Slightly. Kenny, you should get these two questions. How many? Peter Brady. How many lifeboats were available on the Titanic? Uh, not enough. <laughs> Seven. Uh, 18. 18. 17. 16. 16. You Ooh, got it. That's it? There were I only 16? There were only 16 yeah. available. Yep. Is Colin 16. listening right now? Colin's yes, listening, he is. right? At home? Yeah. It, it, the, the most disturbing part of that movie for me was the rats. Do you remember the scene oh, where yeah. I said, oh. follow the rats? Yes. How'd all those rats get in there? Well, anyway. oh. through the, yeah. On the dock. Yeah. yeah. Sitting on that's, the dock of the bay. They're like, let's get food. on that. Delicious food been on there. on my mind for a while. The yep. Best of the best. Uh, anyway. What was the actual first name of Ben Stiller's character in Little Fockers? Ben. Oh, Stevie. Wonder. <laughs> Freddy. Um, Kruger. Brent. Billy. Um, Steve. All good guesses. How Richard. About Wayne Wiggles. Ryan. Nope. Dirty. What? Amy Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Bradley Trainer. <laughs> His name first. Jason. Name? Gaylord. Gaylord Fokker. Oh, yes. Gaylord Fokker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What song by the Four Tops has the the lyrics Sugar Pie Honey Bunch? Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Chorus. I love you. What's the next line? Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Love you. I can't help myself. I can't help, help myself. myself. Let's get yes. drunk and not it. go to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pick the bottle up again, Don? <laughs> right, I don't even drink, but that's some good lyrics right there. What is the app? so the app Pokemon Smile is oh, designed Lord. to motivate kids to do what? Math. Smile. Uh, get out of their diapers. Think of their smile. Uh huh. Uh, dentist. Go to the teeth. dentist. Floss. Brush your teeth, Kenny. You got it. Christmas. Uh. <clears throat> oh, who? What Hollywood tough guy directed and starred in Unforgiven? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Ding ding, Jace. You got Thank it. Thank you. Who won the first ever MTV award for favorite? Rap artist. Run Easy. DMC. Mm. Snoop, no, MC dog. Hammer. Mm. Oh, that's a good guess. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Um, um. LL Cool J. Oh, mm. No. No. Uh, uh, this s- is a story all about the how Will, Will, Smith, Will Smith. 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 Upside oh, down. Will Smith. Yep. I was going to say the blue funk guy. Who is the bag uh, of blue funk? I love oh. that song. Oh, you do because sometimes you play it in the morning and I hear you singing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> All right, technically DJ Jazzy Jeff and oh. the Fresh Prince, but... Yes. All right, here we go. Which artist recorded the hit single, My Prerogative, in 1989? Bobby Brown. Ding, ding. Son of a biz. <laughs> 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 Jason's back just anymore, coming real one. strong. God. Thank you. It's all that rest. That's right. Alcohol. Yeah, mm-hmm. In the beginning of the movie X-Men, how is Logan making a living? 
A lumberjack. Oh, he's raising chickens. No, he's a motorcycle. Uh, Male whore. <laughs> he installs installs garages. He's in the woods. No, he's, he's in the woods. He, he is. Um, he's an axe. Uh, he's what is he a, doing? He is pulling logs. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lumberjack. That's what Kenny and I he's do on Saturdays. He's, <laughs> he's in the wilderness, though. I know that. <laughs> you know, you gotta pull the log when you cut Boy, it down. Do I? Oh, you're pulling I sure know that, Don. <laughs> I'm done. What's he do? He's cage fighting. Been married a long time. Cage Re- fighting. Yep. Really? Yep. That's how he's making a living. Beginning of X Men. Oh, I thought he was in, in the, the woods, woods like Dexter. <laughs> no, Ooh, yeah, who? he's the brawny Who's man. Who's the actor that's cage fighting? Uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh. Okay. Yep. Uh, let's see. In the film Cheaper by the Dozen, who starred with Bonnie Hunt? Robert C. De Niro. Martin. Jason, yes. Yeah. What does Dr. Evil name his clone? Mini me. A little me. Oh, it is mini me. Who got it? <laughs> me. My That's kind of. is both of us. Okay. It wasn't mm, Kenny. I... He said little me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Vern Troyer. R.I.P. Oh, God. <laughs> what is Stevie Nick's actual first name? Stephanie. Uh, Sharon. It is Stephanie. Ding, ding, dong. Oh, wow. A box of what shape is featured in the title of a Nirvana song? Harp-shaped uh, heart, heart box. Heart-shaped heart box. Heart-shaped yes. box. Ooh, Don's catching up here, Jace. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got that one. Uh, Well, she did so. say heart-shaped box first. So that means I got it. Yeah, yeah Don did, did get heart, that one. But Don got that one. Look at his Look face. Look at Kenny you know. is just disbelieving. <laughs> <laughs> You're the scoring. We're not Give keeping both score. Give yourself a point. Yeah, yeah you both give get one. Give two points. <laughs> <laughs> Who told Mary Tyler Moore, you've got spunk? Um, Mr. Ed Grant. Grant. Lou Grant. Lou Grant. That's right. I got I, that too. No, you didn't. I said Mr. Grant. Oh, shut up. You have seven points. <laughs> is it Ed Asner, though? Is it Ed yes. Asner? It is, okay. Doesn't that count? Yeah, but I still first. said it first. Oh. I said Mr. Grant. I'm breaking up with you guys. What about okay. me? I don't get any points for that. I said Ed Asner. No, you don't get any points. No. You're tied, McLean. You're oh, yeah. What is the official score right now, Kenny? Uh, Jason, like 20, <laughs> and Don and Kenny have three each. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Uh, let's see. We have a few more minutes for some more? Okay. Just one more, Just yeah. One Look more. At, yeah. Dawn looks like I just told her her puppy died. Don't go for the bottle, Dawn. Dawn Don't doesn't believe. Dawn doesn't believe the three points. She, <laughs> that's what it is. I can read Dawn's mind right now. All right, she let's see who. Six, actually. <laughs> we'll get this last question. What are the names of Ella's stepsisters in Ella? Enchanted. Oh my god, I should know this because Jason's son All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Poopie, Pupie, and Pipeye. Okay, so they're out since they... Um, it is um, Willifred and... Oh! He 
Hinky the other half. Boo. Hinky boo. Hinky boo. Did you just say hinky boo? Wilfred and hinky boo. You know, you're kind of close because they do kind of sound like that. It's Hattie and Olive. Okay. Or hinky boo. Or hinky boots. Hinky boots. Jason seven, Dawn four, Kenny three. There we go. I don't believe that either, but that's fine. Uh, 817, (laughs) when we come back, Elizabeth Reese in the Dirt Alert. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We are now joined by the one and only Elizabeth Reese to get updated on the big entertainment stories of the day. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, hello. Welcome back, Jason. Thank you, sweetheart. Good to be back. Hope you had some nice days off. Did. Very much so. Um, I've got lots of news to get to. It's kind of like, it's like feast or famine in the celebrity news cycle lately, you know? Yeah. I'll sometimes, do you feel like this, Dawn? I'm like struggling and I'm like, I don't know. Nothing's interesting. And then all of a sudden I have too much to get to. I know. Can we just even things out a little bit? <laughs> Give it to us every day, a little bit at a time. Um, okay, so let's talk about Chris Harrison because it, he announced yesterday and the network confirmed that he is leaving the Bachelor franchise for good after 19 years with the show. He demanded a $25 million payout and Whoa. threatened to spill all of the franchise's dirty secrets if he didn't get it, is what Whoa. sources are telling Page Six. Oh, my what? goodness. Whoa. Here's what an ABC source said. He has nearly 20 years of dirt. Yeah. Instead of handing them a rose, he was absolutely ready to hand them a lawsuit, detailing all the behind-the-scenes details. And you know that's a Bachelor producer who said that quote, because Ooh. that's how Bachelor producers would talk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. sure. It's the most dramatic lawsuit in the country's <laughs> No. Every superlative. So do you think he got it? Well, he got a big, big payout. Um, so I read yesterday that it was an eight-figure payout that he got. Oh. Eight oh. figures. So I don't know what, what? that means. How many figures That's is That's a double-digit millions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, listen, he made a lot of money to do that show every year. And so if if he had a contract... 
And, you know, he wanted, he made them pay out his contract. It's totally within the realm of possibilities. Maybe he had like a four or five year deal and mm-hmm. it was worth $25 million. That's totally possible. It is. Yep. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Well, Whoa. Whoa. Easiest job in television, how much money he's, I can't <laughs> oh even, God. although you have to really <laughs> sell your soul to Satan himself who mm-hmm. sits right outside of the gates of Bachelor Mansion. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he says, Please give me <laughs> your soul. his little fork <laughs> to sail. his talons, yep, <laughs> and swinging his tail casually. Oh, but mm-hmm. I do want to know those secrets. Imagine. Here's what, what the source said. Yeah, that Chris Harrison's whole life was The Bachelor. He did not want to let it go. He's oh. still really sad to leave. And there have been very tough and very heated negotiations going on for weeks. Um, according to Page Six, network honchos wanted Harrison to go quickly and quietly. There's no surprise so that they could leave this PR nightmare behind them. Um, but Chris Harrison was having none of it. And it ended up being really explosive, really dramatic. I don't know why you would think that his finale would be any less dramatic than an actual season of the show. Yeah. Ah. And um, this source says he knows a lot about inappropriate behavior on set, fights between contestants, misbehavior, including use of illegal substances while overseas, and complaints from producers that were allegedly brushed under the carpet by ABC execs. Oh. Honeymoon suite, too. I bet, or... Sleepover camp. What do they call that? They call it the fantasy suites, oh, Alexis. I'm sorry, the love. a fantasy suite. <laughs> Alexis, so get it right, right girl. I'm just so close. Man, what a fantasy. Uh, I know. Yeah. So, it doesn't seem like he got uh, $25 million, but he got quite a bit. Yeah. Wow. Oh, he was making $5 million a season. Jeez. I wonder if he'll be okay, guys. I know it's going to be tough. I hope. I hope he'll Man. be able to pay rent. I know. Yeah. What a, on, it on is studio to apartment. live in California. Yeah. Boy, what a drought situation they've got out there. I'm very concerned about the entire state. Uh, I'm yeah, all stressed it's, out. I, then uh, I yeah. started reading about the Salton Sea, and I like can't even function uh-huh. reading about California. Yeah. Yeah. Um. My yeah. best. My bestie Haley jokingly thanked me uh, because. I arrived and it started raining. No. So she's like, "Thank you, thank you for being here." I'm yeah. like, "That's right, I brought the rain. You're yeah. you're very welcome." No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Not bad. enough, but they have a little bit. Oh my goodness! Um, are, there are now reports that Army Hammer has checked into a treatment center amid yeah. abuse allegations in this sex scandal in which he was accused of abuse and rape by multiple women. Well, I mean, there's no other choice for him to do that. At I mean, this there's point. no way that at he least can work. Somebody got. Uh, to his senses and said, dude, you will not have a career. Finally, you know, because yeah. he was being very arrogant for a very long time about this. Oh, yeah. And then he was just r- r- running all over with his dental hygienist girlfriend right. on the Grand Cayman Islands. He was spotted at the airport to leave the Cayman Islands. Um, I guess he was dropped off by his estranged wife, Elizabeth Chambers. They have two kids together. And he checked into a Florida facility on Monday, May 31st. Listen, I hope he gets some help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, well, and the motivation uh, can't it. just be yeah. his career. I'm hoping nope. it's deeper than that for yeah. him. But well, and those, he's got two babies. Know. I mean, like, yeah. let's be real. They're four and six. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yep. I know. It's very <clears throat> stressful. Um, oh, yeah. <sighs> Howie Mandel is talking again. He's on the cover of People magazine talking about his struggle with anxiety and OCD. You know, he was one of the first people to talk about this. He was. And I just bring this up because it's interesting. It's kind of like what Howie Mandel is sort of known for. Um, But he says that he every day is still a struggle, that these debilitating fear of germs that started as a child Mm. still continue. He's been married to his wife since 1980. They have three kids. 
And he said the pandemic was especially triggering for his mental health. Because imagine you're afraid of germs Mm -hmm. and then you have a global pandemic. Yep. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's really... um, I think, you know, he really just deserves a lot of credit for talking about this when it wasn't... Like, uh, I don't want to say it's thing. cool to talk about it, but like it's it's just more accepted to talk about it now. Yeah, yeah, Certainly and, and wasn't fifteen years ago. Well, and it was the source of jokes. I mean, people made fun oh, of yeah. the fact that he wouldn't. You know, Stern Shake was talking hands. about that. Yes, yeah. and it was kind of mocked. And, and oh, you're being oh, oh my goodness, you're being just crazy. Yeah. And he's also, you know, Howie, he's also huge on TikTok right now. Oh, he the is. Ki- the kids love him on the TikTok. Yes. Look at that. I don't even understand the tick or the talk or the tick yeah. or the talk talk. Believe me. Believe me. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Reese, you can understand her today at three on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, uh, more stories from my time in L.A., including how I embarrassed myself at the beginning and the end of the trip. Uh, and plus... Uh, an unexpected trip on the 405. That and more when we come back. Little butter. Or as Paula Dean calls it, booter. <laughs> Little booter and oil. Just cooking with some booter and oil. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk and streaming on our My Talk app. I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson, Dawn McLean, and Kenny. Not Rogers, the other one. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, I had a few days off in uh, California A and Los Angeles, California, helping my friend Hey Hey Haley move into her big girl condo. And um, uh, the six o'clock hour, I told you how I almost knocked over. Well, I did. I knocked over like an Aphrodite uh, plaster statue in a fancy store on Rodeo Drive. But saved it. Um, saved it. Saved my uh, saved my honor and the embarrassment of my friend Haley, who had to be there with me as I made a fool of myself in a fancy schmancy store. Um, so I embarrassed everyone at the beginning of the trip, and then I embarrassed everyone at the end of the trip. Haley has this. Uh, oh, I can't believe I did this. Haley has this kind of triangle little patio situation. It's this cool little room that is connected to her bedroom and her living room. And it's a a, a triangle shaped room with a complete glass door and then a sliding door uh, in the living room and a sliding door on her bedroom. And it's a perfect little cool little triangle room that she's going to put a lounge chair out there. Well, actually, we are trying to help her decide what to do with that small but cool space. So this morning, we're all packed up Uh, for Haley to take us to LAX and we're looking kind of at our handiwork. We had helped her rearrange furniture and I I had set up her audio visual stuff, her TVs and Apple TVs and all of that stuff. Nice. And and we, the three of us looked at that triangle room again and, and my friend Jen goes, okay, Hale, you know, here's a list of things that we think you should do, you know, over the next few weeks, you know, little odds and ends. And one of them is figure out what you want to do with that room. And I'm wearing a twins hat. Um, and I said, yeah. I go, here's what I think you should do. And I am walking full stride. I'm walking full stride across the room to the triangle room. And I've never done this in my life. Walking at full speed, I walk right into a sliding door. <gasps> oh, 
Allie. That I thought was open. The glass, because Haley had a cleaning service, you know, when it's a new place. The glass was so clean that I walked, and I mean hard. And if it not had just not. Your toe, your full face. No, body my slam. full, like, slammed. I'm. Oh. I, and if anyone that has walked by me, you Allie. know, I walk very fast and I have a long gait. Yes. And I'm, and I'm walking across the room and full speed right into that sliding door. Oh. Luckily. Luckily, I had the twins hat on. Yeah, I was going to say that hit it first and kind of. It hit the first and it prevented me. I'm not joking. I probably would have hit my nose and pro- might have broken my nose. That's how fast I was going because we were in a hurry. And how much alcohol were you drinking? Well, that was in the morning, right? Before you were going to the air. Oh. Still a valid question. Still, still a valid question. Still, still a valid question. It's the day of the flight. You know me. I'm like oh, Kenny yeah, and I are. Kenny and I are the same on this too. Just a couple, couple drinks, right, Kenny? Anyway, yeah, but no. Couple, two, three, four, yeah. Five. Um, I, but I had had none at this point, and this is how as Alexis sings. That's what friends are for. It was two seconds. Before the girls, they looked at me to make sure I wasn't bleeding from any orifice. Uh-huh. And it was two seconds of silence. And then Jen, I thought, I thought a baby was going to shoot. I, she was laughing. I have rarely seen Jen. I have rarely seen Jen laugh oh, so God. spontaneously. And we laughed like they didn't stop laughing. Because you know how it is when you keep replaying something in your head. Yep. We walked out of the door and we're walking, we're walking to the car for Haley to take us to LAX and Jen just keeps laughing because she's replaying, she's replaying me walking, just slam into the the door. We got into the car. She's still laughing. It was, and then I start laughing because it was, I had never done that in my life. I've seen GIFs. I've seen comedies, Kristen Wiig. I mean, I've seen shows and movies do it, but I had never done it myself. So that was one of the, yeah. So that was one of those good, you know, when you're with your friends and you get into one of those moments where you just laugh, laugh, laugh. Well, that was one of several, but the other one I will tell you about is Haley lives off of the 405, which if you've never been to LA, 405 is basically, uh, the major highway around Los Angeles mm-hmm. and it's incredibly busy and, and Hale's multiple lanes. Yeah. Hale's big girl condo is right. Literally right off the four Oh five on a, on a beautiful Hill. And Oh God, we had returned from dinner. Now I mean this with peace and love and she would even admit this. <laughs> Haley is not the best driver. Okay. Um, Haley is not the best driver on earth. Um, she she is not the best driver. Um, so we are coming home from dinner and Jen is in the front seat. I'm in the back. Jen always gets the front seat because she has motion sickness. So I, I sit in the back like a seven year old. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, we're at a stoplight. Now follow me here. We need to turn left onto her road, Mm -hmm. which that road Get, is uh, the 405 spills out onto onto the road we're turning left on. Okay, you follow uh, me? Okay, so it's like the, a nice the, ramp off the freeway. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so the road that we're getting ready to turn left onto is where the 405 dumps out at. Mm-hmm. 
So we're in the turn lane and we're laughing and we're talking about dinner and how much fun it was and how good the sushi was and da 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 da. Haley turns and turns into the wrong lane and the 405 traffic is coming right toward us. <gasps> like oh, right God. toward us. And Jen, like a scene from Tommy Boy, remember when the deer, <laughs> the deer, Jen starts yeah. screaming. Jen starts screaming at the top of her lungs. She's like, we're going the wrong way. And Haley, as calm as a cucumber, Haley goes, Oh, shoot. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm like, there should be other words coming out of your mouth right now. The traffic, they're beeping at us. They are coming like, I mean, it's seven o'clock at night in L.A. And they are, it is like a video game. I feel like I was in Star Wars where the TIE fighters are like zipping past you. And we're getting honked at the middle finger people. I can see them saying F you. I mean, you know, they're like, and, and Jen, Jen is like flailing her arms. Finally, Haley, <laughs> Haley gets over oh. into the right lane. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. This is, you know, we, I saw my life flash in front of me because as you know, one of the things, and I'm going to name it a jump the shark probably later this week, what I've realized about L.A. is there are so many D-bags with, car, with fancy cars that go 800 miles an hour down these yep. residential roads. And that's, we had a few of those that were like in Lamborghinis and Ferraris, and they were making that curve off the 405. Yeah going full speed and all we needed was one of those d bags that weren't weren't paying attention yeah, to just to come careen, at careen right at us thank god nobody oh. was there and you could turn around yeah oh, oh gosh but Haley, that is such a funny just a snapshot of personalities because you're right Haley has oh like nothing really ever jars her no She's nothing so like cool steel cucumber yeah like her place could be on fire <laughs> she's like oh okay well we better turn and some I'm, water on <laughs> Jen in the front seat she's like no yeah. yeah oh it and was what were you doing were you screaming well I'm too? screaming like yeah. I'm like oh my god and I'm saying a certain cuss word over and over again and I'm closing my eyes and I'm like, just tell me when it's over. Tell me when it's over. And Jen goes, Jen goes, it's not over. Oh so did you do a U-turn or back up? How'd you, how'd you um, get out of it? She, she went kind of over, a good question, Kenny. She kind of went over the median, you know. Uh-huh. She kind of went over and got quickly on the other side. But yeah, Jen, oh, right I go, oh. tell me when it's over. It's not over. <laughs> she can't move. Oh, oh God, it was good. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, coming up on 843 when we come back I have today's uh, uh jump the shark next. So we never think about you and me. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. You know another lesson I learned before I get to jump the shark. We always love these days stories from our trips. I it was a kind of a lesson I learned with my mom, but it's a good reminder for all of us. You know my friend Haley has uh she's like a lot of us I, I would say kind of like a pack rat um sentimental she keeps a lot of stuff and you know when you move you sometimes condense things down and you you purge and you take stuff mm-hmm. to goodwill and blah 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 
And uh, there were two sets of friends that helped Haley do this. And I was part of the, the Jen and I were what we called the second wave, the B team. <laughs> and, you know, we had had some conversations and um, the, the first wave of friends helped Haley really kind of condense down stuff and, and went through that. And it was really hard for Hales. And I don't think she would mind me, mind me saying this. I, I dealt with this with my mom. Any of you in the, in a position to do this with a friend, always use, um, I'll use a cliche, pack your patience and your love and your, um, your grace because you know people uh, people put their love onto things especially and this isn't the case for Haley but it is my mom you know my mom has lost a lot so things have a bigger value for her and I needed to realize that what may be junk to me is precious to my mom and what I want her to throw away isn't necessarily what she wanted to throw away and I and we walked that line a little bit with Hales and she handled it with such grace, but it's just a good little reminder that when you're helping friends move and you're like, Oh, get when you just flippantly say, Oh, just get rid of this. And Oh, why do you want that? That Haley felt kind of judged at times. And it, and it was just a good reminder that when you're in those situations with friends and loved ones to just put yourself in their position. And I, and, and you may think you're helping, but sometimes you're really hurting people's feelings and, and, and judging them unnecessarily during an already stressful time. Mm. So, yeah. Yep. Great uh, 8.50 is the time. Now a little jump the shark action. I'm, the I'm jumping the shark. Shark, shark, shark. Hey. Not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Dumb shark. It was Dump Amundo. This is connected to my movie review. Movie theaters are reopening again, thank goodness. And, uh... And I went back to the movies in L.A., and I was immediately reminded, and I smiled, and I thought, well, here's Jump the Shark for Wednesday. Um, I was immediately reminded why, uh, in quote-unquote normal times, sometimes movie theaters drive me crazy, and it's not the theater itself. It's the people that sit their asses in the movie theaters. Um, <laughs> so here is a good time to remind you one more time for the 200th time on this broadcast I don't know how you were raised. I don't know if you were raised by wolverines. Uh, I don't know if you were raised by a family of jackrabbits. I don't know. But I don't know how you do not know that you should not talk during a movie. I don't know why anybody thinks, and I really do. You know, manners are different. What, what, what one family teaches and parents teach, whatever. But I will never, ever, ever, I don't care how long I live, I will never understand why anybody thinks it's acceptable to talk in full volume throughout a movie in a movie theater when everybody is paying a premium nowadays, Mm, uh, when now we're so excited to be there, we are there to listen to the movie we are not there to listen to your commentary about the movie. If you want to do that, stay your talkative ASS home and do it in the comfort of your own living room. And a lot of the movies are going to come out on streaming anyway, so you yes. have more opportunity. You can. Yeah. Well, and especially in a movie like A Quiet Place 2. Oh. I'm sure the sound and just the suspense yes! of a scary They were movie, talking during that movie. Thriller. Yes! That, there yeah, was, that would, there, oh um, no, I want to kill him. 
we were seeing it on the campus, uh, legendary Fox Theater in the Westwood Village on on UC, at UCLA, and there were five guy students, probably freshmen, sophomore. They looked like that age group, and just talking my volume right now, talking full volume mm. throughout the movie, even in the parts where there's no score, there's no, they're full volume talking. And I, I cut them a look of like, what are you doing? Like, what, what were you not raised better? Like, why do you think this is okay? And I just, I really, I don't, I fundamentally don't understand why anybody finds it acceptable. Why you think it's okay when everybody's paying $20 per ticket now, 15, whatever it is, for you to be that selfish that you're going to ruin it for everybody else in that theater. Oh, I don't get it. Oh I don't get boy. it. So it's so just a good looking, reminder. Did they uh, respond right away, or did you need to just send um, another look? Or uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I heard them say the dude down there staring at us. I heard like a version <laughs> of that. Um, the dude, the dude staring at us. You're a so, dude, huh? <laughs> yeah. So they cool. then they shut up for a while. I mean, through most of the movie, but I immediately thought to myself, "Well, here's mm. Jump the Shark for my first day back." Oh, it's just a good one. Because as we come back to movie theaters, it's a good reminder. Have you yeah. ever been in a theater where the people, the audience, talk to the screen? Yes! That's kind of that's, fun. That's sometimes, uh, it can be really, really fun. I love funny. it. Paranormal <laughs> oh, Activity. Yeah. yeah. When come I went on! to see Paranormal Activity, there was this woman next to me, and she grabbed my arm. I didn't know her, and she's like, oh, no, you yeah. didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Don't go in yeah. there. And oh. I was like, oh, now, we were all freaking out, and it was fun. Thank you. Now, Kenny, the, there's a difference. Yeah. There, when you're like one person saying, like, if in the scary part, like, oh, my God. Now, that's funny, <laughs> and that's why you go to the movie. I am talking about the running dialogue through the whole movie. Yeah, no, right. that's that's why you go or for moments like that. <laughs> I had a guy for the Phantom Menace, uh, Star Wars, the Phantom Menace in 1999. I'll never forget this guy as long as I live. Uh, it was the midnight screening, the first screening in Minneapolis. And we're sitting there, packed theater, and this guy stands up with a fake lightsaber, and he gets in front of the screen and he goes, I've waited 25 years for this! And we, the entire theater, oh, died great. laughing. Like, <laughs> died laughing. Yeah. Oh, I've waited. So yeah, it was so good. It was Me too! Me too! <laughs> Yeah, so uh, to end the show, shut the blank up in movie theaters. Thank you. Because I'll tell you to. Because I'll tell you to. If you're a kid being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day, everyone. We love you so much. And we will talk tomorrow. Bye for now. Bye. Donna Steve, up next. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away. It's a beautiful day.